Hello there, my friends. Joe here, and welcome to another Your Lifestyle Business podcast. Um, today is a recording of a Facebook Live that I held in my group. Do come and join the Facebook group if you'd like to join in the conversation at Your Lifestyle Business. Just go onto Facebook and search for that, and you'll find us. And today I'm talking about such an important subject. I am so passionate about this, and I honestly believe that this is one of the major make or break situations when it comes to building a business. If you get this right in today's day and age, if you get this right, then you are on the road to success. I am absolutely sure of it. And um, the reason I'm so passionate about this is because we live in a day and age where people don't buy what they need anymore. They buy what they want. We are in such an abundant world right now um, that one of the biggest ways to stand out from the crowd is to really be clear about what your brand is, but more importantly, that your customers and audience are super clear. Now, this isn't just branding. We're not just talking about branding here, guys. This is phenomenal. Wait till you hear today's episode. It is such a phenomenal exercise to do. This will change the way you view everything you do. I really am passionate about this. And to think this all came from a school project that my daughter was doing, but oh my goodness, um, I'm so passionate about it. So I hope that you get lots of value out of today's session. Thanks so much for listening. I'll speak to you again soon. Wouldn't you love to build a business you can run from anywhere in the world, whether that be your kitchen table or a beach in Fiji? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Your Lifestyle Business, the show where I bring you into my life as a traveling entrepreneur and along with some of my awesome guests, give you tips and strategies for building your own freedom business. Welcome to the show. Let's make it happen. Hello, hello, hello. We are live. We are on day nine. I think I've just, I think I might have labeled this as day eight, but it's actually day nine. This is the second to last day of my Facebook Live challenge. So uh, I'd like to thank everybody who has uh, been coming to the lives live um, and those of you who are watching the replays as well. I'm just trying to, I was just rushing. I was a bit late today. (gasps) That's not allowed, is it? And uh, so I'm just getting my positioning right. Um, So today we are talking about something called your brand ideals. And tomorrow uh, on day 10, I'm going to be taking you through the lessons that I have learnt um, in uh, doing these Facebook Lives. So that will be an interesting one tomorrow. Anyway, today I would like to talk about something called your brand ideals. Now, just to let you know that I am not a branding specialist in any way, shape or form. This is actually, this has actually come from a piece of homework that my daughter had to do for English. They've been doing this kind of advertising um, project over the last few weeks. Um, Today, she was having to do a sales pitch, like a Dragon's Den sales pitch, which was quite fun to sit and do that with her. But one of the uh, subjects they were talking about were brand ideals. And this really got me so much that I've been really thinking about it for the last few weeks And so much so that I have now actually decided to completely redesign my blog based on what I've learned about brand ideals. I mean, it just makes so much sense. Um, And uh, yeah, this was literally a homework piece. We sat down, we read it, we went through it. And as I'm reading it, I'm thinking, God, this is so important. This is incredibly important for our brands. And the reason is, is because once we get this, if we understand this, this will change 
everything you do from the content you create, from the way you present your brand or your website or your podcast or your YouTube videos, whatever it is you're doing, from the products that you create. I mean, this literally does drive everything you do. That's how important this actually is. And I just love it. Okay. So this is what we're talking about today. We're talking about your brand ideal. So what is a brand ideal? What is that in the first place? Well, it's actually your inspirational reason for being. So what is the higher purpose of your business? Essentially, I know we all kind of listen to it and we think, oh, here we go again. But what is the why of your business? Why is your business here? And why do people want to um, come and use your products and services? So let me give you some examples, okay? Examples of brands with big ideals. Red Bull. Now, Red Bull is a drink. We all know that Red Bull is a drink. In fact, it's a really horrifically sugary, very not very healthy drink. But Red Bull's brand ideal, their mission statement, your brand ideal is different from your mission statement, by the way. Their mission statement is to be the number one energy drink in the world, something like that. That's very self-serving, right? It's They want to be the number one energy drink in the world. Your brand ideal serves other people. It's outward looking. So their brand ideal is that they want to energize the world world. That's their ideal. Now, how does that translate into what Red Bull put out into the world? It translates, if you go to their Instagram and if you look on YouTube, it translates into extreme sports. You see guys jumping off the sides of huge mountains with these little parachutes on, just crazy. People skiing down teeny weeny little ravines and people mountain biking and all the rest of it. So it translates into extreme sports because they're trying to just energize the world and and go crazy out there. That's their brand ideal, okay? Google's brand ideal is to give access to the information of the world. That's their brand ideal. Facebook, Facebook's brand ideal, their higher purpose is to connect the world. That's like Mark Zuckerberg's big dream is just to connect the world throughout. Nike, Nike wants to inspire people to take action. Nike sells sports clothes, but it wants to inspire people to take action. Starbucks. Starbucks Starbucks sells coffee and cool coffee and has all their baristas and, you know, their nitro brew and all that kind of stuff. Their brand ideal is to make human connections. That's what Starbucks wanted to do. They wanted to become this place where people could gather and connect. That's their brand ideal. So how does this translate into everything these guys put online? Well, if you actually go and have a look at their websites, at their Instagram accounts, at their social media, you will see that what they publish is not Red Bull the drink. Yeah, that's like, that must be 10% of what they publish online. An advert of Red Bull gives you wings or, you know, a picture of their their drink or whatever, Um, or Starbucks with their coffees and what have you. What they actually put out there is information and images and videos that represent their ideal. They're always putting out stuff that represents their ideal, not their mission statement and not their product, which I find incredibly interesting. So the question is, is what is your brand ideal? Because I think a lot of us, even me, 
Um, even these Facebook Live challenges, I mean, this is the thing I've been thinking about. If I think about these Facebook Live challenges, they've all been very much, this is how you do it. This is how you build your lifestyle business. This is how you create content. This is how you do this. This is how you do that. And actually, I sometimes wonder if the content that I put out would be better uh, serving people if it was much more about the beliefs around building a lifestyle business. Why do you want to build a lifestyle business? What does building a lifestyle business actually give you? And that's my brand ideal. My brand ideal is for people to achieve ultimate freedom. And ultimate freedom comes from doing something you love all the time. And it's that I'm trying to get across to people, you know, that belief. And in fact, if you go to um, YouTube and if you have a look at Simon Sinek's Start With Why TED Talk, he talks about that the goal is not to do business with everyone who needs what you have. The goal is to do business with people who believe what you believe. So it's about starting with a belief and then going out and finding other people who believe what you believe, and those people are your target market. And Simon Sinek gives some great examples of Apple, and he talks about Martin Luther King, and he talks about the Wright brothers and how the Wright brothers were up against another guy who had funding and press coverage and all this kind of stuff, but he didn't, he wasn't on the right mission. He wasn't on the same mission. He didn't have as strong as why as the Wright brothers, hence why they're now famous for air travel and this guy wasn't. So go and watch that Start With Why Simon Sinek's head talk. It's very, very inspirational and it really explains what a, he doesn't use the term terminology brand ideal, but essentially he's explaining what a brand ideal is, which is that people buy into your why, not your how and your what. So how do we come up with our brand ideal? How do we know and decide what our brand, well, for some of us, it's going to be inherent. You're just going to know instantly, well, this is what I want to do. Let's say, for instance, you're in um, skincare. Your brand ideal is maybe for people to feel better about themselves. Yeah, on the surface, it might be because I want you to look beautiful, I want you to have hydrated skin, and I want you to feel younger. But actually, is the end result of that that people have a higher self-esteem? Is that the brand ideal here? Maybe um, happy birthday to Helen, by the way. It's, it's Helen, one of our group members. It's her birthday today. Helen offers services in email marketing. So maybe Helen's business is email marketing services. Hey, I'm going to help you, you know, increase and, and sort out your email marketing. But maybe actually her brand ideal is to free up time because email marketing is, is takes time, takes, you know, a long time and effort and all that. So maybe her brand ideal is actually from a business owner's point of view to completely free up your time. Let me do that job for you. Or maybe the brand ideal is to massively increase engagement. And that's her skill set because she's going to help you increase engagement, whatever that is. Why did I send my sister a, a calendar of inspiring travel pictures? It's a calendar. It's a, it, it helps you with the dates, right? But the inspiring travel pictures is the brand ideal of that particular company selling that calendar. It's that freedom and, and tapping into, you know, somebody's desire to go and travel. So that's what your brand ideal is, tapping into that desire of the people that you want to attract. So you need to start with what do you stand for? What are your values? What are your key values? 
why did you start your business in the first place? I think that really is the critical question. Why did you want to start your business? So for my example, I wanted to start your lifestyle business because I run a lifestyle business and I've traveled the world for the last 10 years while building those lifestyle businesses. And I want to teach people how they can have a similar amount of freedom and how they can do the things they love to do. So what, why did you start your business in the first place? And what are your values? What do you stand for? Sit down and really think about that and answer that question. Okay. Then number two, ask yourself, how can your brand or your product improve the life of your target market? How does your product and service make somebody's life better. I like to use the terminology transformational value. I actually nabbed that from Frank Kern many years ago. He used to talk about delivering transformational results in your webinars, in your courses, etc. And so now I ask you, what transformational value does your brand or product give your target audience? So for me, with mine, hopefully it gives people that transformation from feeling like they're trapped or they don't have any choice to total freedom. Okay. Then number three, what are the five emotions that you really want people to feel as they come across your brand? What are those five key emotions that you just want people to go, oh, I instantly feel like this. So for instance, when you go to Red Bull's Instagram account, I mean, that's just got to be the best example definitely out there. Go to Red Bull's Instagram account. What do you immediately feel? You probably feel (gasps) fear, exhilaration, excitement, you know, sort of energy, all of that kind of stuff, because that's what they want you to feel. That's that's that energy, inspiring energy and uplifting and all the rest of it, which is how you, you feel along with deep rooted fear, quite frankly, of some of these things that you see on their videos. (laughs) Um, But what do you want people to feel when they come across your brand? This is, this is huge because, and this is what's led me to decide of a complete rebrand of your lifestyle business. Because as soon as people come to my blog, my website, my Instagram account, I want them to feel freedom. I, I almost want them to feel the wind blowing through their hair as they see my stuff. Do you know what I mean? I literally want them. I was looking on my, um, my desktop the other day, I have the Momentum app on my Chrome and it came up and there was this huge field um, with blue skies and mountains and stuff. And as I looked at this picture, I could literally feel the wind blowing through my hair as I'm looking at this picture. And I just thought to myself, wow, that literally epitomizes everything I want people to feel when they come across my brand, that, that instant feeling of freedom and the feeling and that can do, you know, that feeling of energy and I can do it and it's doable and it's achievable. So what are the main emotions and words that you want people to say and feel when they come across your brand? Okay. And then number four, question number four, ask yourself, what's the deeper reason for people wanting your products and services? Not just let's say you teach people how to write books, for instance. So people will say, well, I want to learn how to become an author. That's why I buy your product. Yeah, but what does becoming an author give them? How does that make them feel? What's that deeper reason for them wanting to become an author? And how can you deliver that in your messaging, in your brand, in your messaging? So for some people, it's going to be different for for everybody, but let's say for some people, becoming an author gives them a sense of significance. So how do you deliver that in your branding or messaging? Maybe for some people, becoming an author gives them a sense of peace. 
how do you deliver that? And it's down to you what you see as important. It's down to what transformational value you want to add as to how you answer that question, okay? So what's the deeper reason for people wanting to use your products and services? And then number five, then is starting to ask yourself, how can you translate that into the content that you create and the things that you publish? And this is just so important. This has literally been running around my head for the last few weeks because I've never really been, I've always said, oh, you know, the content is important. The branding's not so important. You've just got to create really, really good, valuable content and get that out there. But the more I think about this, the more we focus on the higher purpose of why we're doing what we're doing and how that reaches people at a deeper emotional level, the more it makes sense to me why some brands succeed over others. And actually, funnily enough, Simon Sinek in his video, Start With Why, was talking about the biology of it and how the neocortex, our newer brain, our homo sapien brain, the one that's only grown in the last X thousands of years, right? That's the one that goes with logic and reason and all that kind of stuff. But our limbic brain, that one that came from when we were amoebas under the sea, the one that's grown with us <laughs> as we've done fight or flight mode and all that kind of stuff, that limbic brain, that's the emotional brain. That's the one that says, I feel something. And he was talking about that terminology we use when we say somebody could explain something to us and it could all sound absolutely logical and totally right, but something doesn't feel right about it. And that's the limbic brain. That's the brain saying it doesn't feel right inherently. And that's why the companies that start with the feeling, the why, that ideal purpose, they're the ones that succeed at the end of the day, rather than the companies that just try and hit your logic and your reason. Does that make sense? So that's the goal today, to come up with your brand ideal. And by coming up with your brand ideal, this is going to serve as a beacon for you through the tough times. What things change, stuff changes. It's like my business online. Over the last 10 years, things have changed so much. And if, my, if I'd have started 10 years ago with that brand ideal of this is what I want to do, then it doesn't really matter how things change along the way because you will adapt and change with the things because you have a higher purpose. Does that make sense? So you're not really um, tied into the practical, strategic, tactical things that are happening every day. You're looking at it from a much higher purpose. You're saying, this is my brand ideal. So what actually happens along the way that changes that is absolutely fine as long as it fits in and meets with my higher purpose for the brand, okay? So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to leave it there. It's a short one. I don't have anything else to say. I don't want to fluff this out just for the sake of fluffing it out. That's it. Go and find your brand ideal. Ask those five key questions. Number one, what do you stand for? What are your values? Number two, how can your brand products and service improve your target market's life? Number three, what are the five emotions that you want people to feel when they come across your brand? That's probably the most important out of all of the questions. Number four, what is the deeper reason for people wanting to use your products or services? Also a very important question. And number five, how can you translate that into the content that you create and the content that you publish? As Maya Angelou said, people will forget what you said and what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. All right, so go and have a think about those five questions, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining me. 
See you guys. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. To join in the conversation, please head over to yourlifestylebusiness.com where you can find links to podcasts, show notes, and sign up to download my free ebook, How to Build a Business You Can Run from Anywhere in the World. Also, make sure you come and join our Facebook community. Just search for Your Lifestyle Business on Facebook and you'll soon be sharing ideas with like-minded entrepreneurs all on the same journey. Lastly, if you have a moment, please subscribe and quickly rate this podcast on iTunes. It takes a tenth of a second to hit the little stars and your rating will ensure it gets out to more people and impacts as many as possible with the message, make it happen. Thank you so much. See you next time.